Welcome back to the Dark Woods, Traveler. Let's do an intro real fast. Channel 2 now concludes its broadcast day. Good night. whispers fall silent in the presence of the bear. But a word of caution, traveler. Monsters lurk in the dark woods. Best to stay within the light. Ah, uh, always best to stay within the light. Welcome, Mike. 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 Michael Merrick. Welcome, Center. Well, um... I may not be able to stay with y'all very long, but I know Cummings is on opposite us, so um, I don't know whether y'all are going to carry that Arizona news event live or not. Oh, I'm, I'm going to cover it tomorrow oh, after I get to dissect it and look at it some. I, I know that they're uh, they're coming out with the what's happened in the Maricopa County elections and whatnot. So. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't really care to cover things live because I, I don't, I don't get time to dissect them and look at it, you know, and, and really uh-huh. put thought into it. So, I, but yeah, I I, uh, I saw that Cummings was on, and uh, you know, more power to him. You know, I, I love what people, you know, and I, and I shared it in like the, the show Discord too. Like if any if anybody's interested in checking out his show as well, um, don't know don't know if he's going to publish this or not. But if he's still on, whenever y'all wrap up at, at you know, in the next hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, at the you know, if Cummings is still around, we'll definitely uh, send everybody that shows up here your way, brother. Yeah. But, but uh, today we're actually going to do something a little bit different because besides the Maricopa County audit coming out, mm-hmm. which is happening right now, which our friend over at Cummings's Culture is covering, Jeremy over there. Um, besides that going on, you know, there's not really a whole lot of news. Center's got a little bit, so we're going to cover the little bit of news that Center's got, and then we're going to have some deep intellectual conversations today. And and I'm I'm going to try to provide. They really with did. I've only heard like a couple of things. Yeah. The one the one story I just actually got done listening to before the show started, I had to laugh my ass off at. Okay, let's hear it. Apparently, one of the auditor companies that was helping with the count, I guess, down in Arizona. Yeah. I'm just going to preface this by saying I've been on the internet a while. For a while. So I've done all the dumb teenage bullshit that you do on the internet. 
apparently one of the auditing companies, I think it's just one guy, and he's just his own company, to audit the vote for the 2020 election is called Cyber Ninjas, Inc. Oh! Oh! I, I don't know about you, but that is some teenage, like, COD clan type shit. That sounds like somebody I want, you know, potentially. Like, know, that sounds deciding. like a clan I would be playing GTA. Yeah. Yeah, that's no joke, well, man. It they're, they're going back through over the audit because, you know, Arizona was one of the suspicious ones. Yeah. And that yeah. guy popped up. It's like. How well, did you, you guys not know this? Yeah. When you saw the name, Cyber Ninjas Inc. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Seems <laughs> I don't know. Seems shady, doesn't it? It's just like when they said, "Oh, we're going to send out strike teams to to help push the vaccination." It's always they're real poor. It's either one or the other. Either they're real poor with their choice of words, or they are extremely accurate with their choice of words. They just really want to tell you what's coming. You know what I'm saying? It's only one or the other. Sounds like a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, like if 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 I came across something called Cyber Ninjas, I would think I was playing like COD or GTA or something like that. Yeah, you damn sure wouldn't like think some, that you're talking about important things like presidential elections. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to the campfire, Chris. Always glad to see you. Quite, quite. Yeah, and I may not be able to st- stay this entire show either since I'm out, out at a park hanging out with some friends, but otherwise, um, be sure to check out Chris Unplugged tomorrow night at starting around 7.30, 8 p.m. Eastern time with the main show at 9 and then an after show around midnight. Um, and be sure to check out Porch the Pilot tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern and um, and be on lookout you know, for Jeremy and Slightly to return with regularly scheduled shows next week. Hopefully they're both feeling better and, and aren't sick with any kind of you know, virus that must not be named. Or, and also be on lookout for Try to hopefully start coming back with some new episodes soon, like on, on the live feed, and also be on the lookout for Ralph and Freedom War and the Old Man tomorrow morning and John DeVito next week as well. And, and of course, the, the Beans and Weenie show and Dude Sean and um, the Terrify show and the um, It's Doomsday podcast over the weekend as well, and, and Crazy Town and many others. For sure, man. And hey, uh, I know you got to run over there to Cummings' culture because you're helping him cover the live stuff, man. Send uh, me and well, Senator. Yeah, and I, I may not even call into his show, um, but but de- but definitely, um, I know he may not do a lot of talking. He might just let the, the news event speak for itself. Yeah, I feel you. But yeah, send send our love when you get over there, brother. And and uh, I'll be sure to let him know. And um and I'm I'm sure you know you, you and Senator are probably reaching out to him very soon, like his via his email address. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I think I have it actually written in my... Coming to this culture at protonmail.com. Yep, yep. I got it right here. And it's always a pleasure, Eric. And thanks for stopping by, brother. We really appreciate you telling us, you know, taking time out. But I won't have done show plugs early since I'm going to have to leave y'all. I completely understand, and I appreciate it, man. And um, and I'm sure y'all both have like a full wrap up of it tomorrow. Oh yeah, we'll and, have and be, be taking people's calls. Oh yeah, we'll have a detailed uh, show about it tomorrow. You know how we enjoy. Get. Enjoy the rest of the show now. You too, and you have a wonderful day, Eric, and God bless, sir. We always love having you here at the campfire. Well, Center, 
Madness, isn't it? <laughs> Cyber Ninja Security. Wow. How to... That, and, and that's the people... This is the type of that's, company or person with trusting the, the presidential election vote, too. Yeah, that's the people you want, you know, in charge of something that important, right? Or the people that name their company Cyber Ninja. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew. This guy just get out of high school and he's like a Mark Zuckerberg of cybersecurity or something. I wonder. I never heard of him before. <laughs> you think we'd be putting important, you know, cyber you got this. It seems more and more that we're not putting people in jobs that, that need to be in these jobs. We're putting people in these jobs that uh, they know their place. Does that make sense? And, and not their place referring to um, answering to the people knows their place is in uh, like they're going to do what the people in charge tell them. They're going to play ball or they're just never going to get in that position of power. They're just not going to allow it. Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, hold on. Let me say all these real quick. We got we just look at that. A caravan just pulled up to the we never had a caravan like that. Pull up the campfire. Ooh, that looks nice, doesn't it? Well, hello there, Tuttles, Justice, Truth, Warrior. Ooh, that's a hard name. I'm just going to call you 34. Uh, hey there, Anna and, and Mary. Welcome, everyone, to the campfire. Careful around those shadows right there where it's dim. That's where the monsters and demons like to work. So, you know, Senator, yesterday uh, we talked a little bit about how there was a, a picture with these Democrats, you know, that were fleeing from Texas and uh, in the pictures, you know, because because, you know, they, they're humans, they're humans. You feel me? They're humans. And you know how humans are, Senator. The humans, they have to when they do something that they think is good, they have to go, look, look at the good thing I do. Look at good thing I do. I need everyone to know. And so, you know, these Democrats, they thought they were doing a good thing by fleeing Texas and just not doing their job because, you know, they had a party to go to. They didn't want to let down Joe Biden and Kamala. They were bringing the 30 pack clearly because it's in the pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to go to D.C. and we're going to here with the president. Hey, you never know, man. They might have been listening to Chris Unplugs get, getting down show. They might have been there with us the whole time partying it up. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? <laughs> it's definitely not us because everything that they do, they want it to be as obscured from your vision as possible. If they're doing such great things, why are they hiding it, Center? You feel me? Oh, that's what Eric Tag is in the Common Cultures one. Mm. Maracopa County Audit. I've been, I've been seeing yeah, stuff on uh, these yeah. people that do walk around. It's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen these people that like they audit um, cops and shit in areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, like I've been, my YouTube has been recommending them to me, and they're kind of, some of them are just cops being blatantly fucking stupid. But then on the other hand, it always seems like people never hold these auditor guys responsible. Like, I know what they're doing is a good thing because they're trying to keep cops honest. Yeah. But some of the ways these guys go about it is they're just being a jackass. No, I feel I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. Like, I've seen some of them that are pretty extreme. 
I, I, mm-hmm. So I know what you're saying. You know, it's kind of like we were talking about a couple days back when we were talking about overcorrecting, you know. You say this all the time, and you always – when me and you debate – I, hate, ladies and gentlemen, I don't hate debating against most people because most people – I'm going to be honest with you. I just stand up on my hind paws, and they're like, okay, I'm done. You win. But Sinner, you don't do that when he debates. You look at look, look at that picture. Look at that mug. You see them sharp teeth behind that fucking smile? Don't play no games, Sinner. You done bit me a couple times backing me into a corner in an argument. And the way you always do it is you always go, Dark Bear, how do all great civilizations fail? And I always go, God damn it. From within. <laughs> but you yeah, do so I probably had a chance to audit a cob a long time ago because I got, I actually got annoyed. Now that I think about it, I fucking should have. Because I. I had went through the paperwork to I had my dad wanted me to fix his truck at the time because my dad's truck it was for context for those of you out there that know cars it was a 1969 Chevy C20 with the big block 396 so it was real big real loud real powerful the vibration from the engine blown off one of the mufflers like, literally burst the fucking pipe and then blown it the fuck off the truck. Yeah. Hey, welcome, Saturday. So I threw it in the bed, and I was going to take it down to my house and fix it, because my dad didn't have... He was just in the process of moving. So I told him yeah. I'd fix it while he was out on the road. Yeah, being a good guy. And I'm sitting on... I'm sitting at a stoplight, and a cop is right beside me. And, you know, a 396... That is now on a short pipe is uh, is a little loud, just a little bit. Yeah. He sat directly next to me, and the exhaust on that side was the one that was blown off, and it rattled his entire car. Yeah, yep, that's how it happens. So he pulled me over for it, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm transporting it back to my house so I can fix it. And he still gave me a fucking ticket anyways. Which actually resulted in me getting my fucking license suspended for like three oh, months. Wow. It did stupid you know why, fucking ass. You, you didn't know why see that happened? It, and the whole paperwork and shit for me transporting the truck because it still drove. I'm not gonna tow it if it drives. Well, why would you? It be it wouldn't be it'd be a waste of money. But see, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Is they want to take a whole bunch of shit and make it as complicated as possible. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. I mean, let's think about that, Sarah, for real, okay? That you bring up a good point. Why would you tow it if it drives? Okay, why would you why would you do that? It's just more money out of your pocket. That it's just more expense, it's just more time, it's just involving more people. Why wouldn't you just get in it and drive over there? Okay, right? Right? Okay, so let's apply this thought process to some politics, okay? Unnecessary things like like perfect example. Why is it taking this long to find out if Joe Biden cheated or not to get in office? Why is it taking this long? This should be an easy peasy cover girl situation where we go, oh, here's the evidence. Well, because in order for somebody who's guilty to become innocent, they have to complicate things. They have to make you doubt that they're guilty, right? Like that's the whole game, innocent until proven guilty, right? And that's what it is at this point. Is it's a game because they perverted the process. 
Because now, if you're an elite, it's innocent until proven guilty. But if you're just one of us, one of the common folk, one of the citizens of the forest, well, you're guilty until proven innocent if the system points at you hard enough, right? Basically, yeah. They used to, what was it? The old standard used to be innocent until proven guilty, but now that they flipped it, you're just guilty, and then now you have to provide evidence that, oh, you're innocent? Oh, well, here, here's the burden of proof upon you. We're just going to call you guilty because, you know, we can't prove it one way or another, but we're going to get our conviction. Exactly. Exactly. And you know you know who's real fond of that kind of action? People like, I don't know, Jinping. Because it's real hard to prove that you're innocent. It's real easy to prove that you're guilty. Right? And as because because there's a thousand different ways that somebody can spin and twist and pervert something to make you seem like the bad guy, right? Like that's mm-hmm. why that's why we have movies where like murders happen and then they they frame them and it's a big dramatic thing of how smart that person is because they frame that other person so well for a crime they committed, right? Well, we kind of see that going on with our own political system right now on both sides, don't you think? Like, we we already know, for, for the most part, you know, those among us who are critical thinkers that don't stand in the static fog and huff it to get high, right? We pretty much know as a civilization, not just in America, and I say a civilization because it's, it's going on all around the world. Pretty much everyone knows that this election wasn't what it seemed. COVID wasn't what it seemed. And why did they make these things happen when they happened? It wasn't accident, right? It wasn't it wasn't coincidence. You said the moment COVID even got talked about and Trump talked about it on National Television Center, you said, oh, he just fucked himself. And I said, how? That's not his fault. And he said, oh, it's definitely not his fault, but I'll tell you what's going to happen. This right here is a big distraction, Dark Bear. This is going to really pull people's eyes and stir them up into fear. And I was like, nah, 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 man. The humans, the humans, they're brave. They're they're humans. They're brave. They're smart. And so, so I said, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I like to try and have hope in humanity, but no. People are fucking stupid. Hey there, Mr. A. Welcome to the campfire, brother. Careful of them shadows over there. They it, get hungry. I knew, like, and of course, like, you knew it was a ploy, too, because conveniently COVID happened right at the end of Trump's presidency, too. So they could basically let him be the fall guy for the entire beginning of COVID and then have Joe Biden as the heroic man that came in and tried to clean up Trump's mess. Even though now Boy. it's found out, you know, they probably had a hand in releasing the shit in the first place. Ah, ha, ha. Oh, so it's all. They were hey, they were actively go. stopping Trump from responding to COVID or getting out the the checks to people so that it could at least help the American people or any kind of relief. You know, they were actively stopping that because you know Pelosi and her little band of fucking idiots doesn't actually care about the American people. But Orange Man, bad. we gotta make him look as bad as we can, even though he's just about to give office. 
to the Democrats, and the American the people are, are a bartering tool. It's a hostage. We're hostages, sir. Think about that for a minute. What you just said, the Democrats withheld helping the American people during the Kofufu, like Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. and them, okay? They withheld that. And why did they do it? Because they weren't getting what they wanted, right? Well, what happens in a what happens when bank robbers get held up in the bank? Oh, they take hostages. Why? Oh, they're not getting what they want, right? Mm-hmm. So how are the Democrats at this point any different than a bank robber, except for instead of robbing a bank, they're pulling off a pretty fucking impressive heist. They're robbing a nation. And they're not taking money. They're taking your freedom. Well, that would make for a good movie. Wouldn't it? Yeah. The fucking Tuesday. Hey there, Lady Bomber. Always happy to see you around the campfire. When her when her when her twin bomber up there is flying around, makes me feel right at home. <laughs> but I mean, you really got to think about this, Center. Okay, it's all just a big show, and that's what it is. Is it's a show. It's to stir people up. We talk about manipulating the masses all the time. Well, this is a perfect primed example. That used to, the government would say, well. We better not make people get all crazy because then they'll act all crazy. So they did everything they could to keep and, and restore peace and tell people the basic message of, hey, get along. Stop screaming at each other. Get along. Instead of instead of talking about what we disagree about, let's talk about what we can agree about and, and help each other move forward. On, right. That's what that's what the basic message was. And then that message got perverted into acceptance okay we need to be accepting all right people are different all right we shouldn't we shouldn't ridicule and criticize them for being different because that's being a bully all right and we all got on that train we said that's a good message and then it became oh you got to accept everything even if it's in direct contradiction with your morals i accept people for whatever they want whatever you want to be i really don't care my general rule has always been it's on the same level as religion. You don't shove it down my throat. You don't force it on me. I don't fucking care. You can be a goddamn lollipop unicorn for all I give a shit. Exactly. Like, you, know, you don't, don't, don't care. And that's the trick, is if you don't force it on you, you don't care. If you don't force it on your kids, you don't care, right? Because really, it doesn't affect you in any way. You know, unless it's one of those people. Like I told you, like I, I have a transgender buddy, and with her, I'll call her by her and stuff like that. Even though I've, I know his his real name and that it was, it's a dude going to female, because of the fact he did it the way I think they should do it. Didn't force it on me. Didn't anything. Didn't go on some big goddamn stupid tirade. You know, that's internet worthy of. It's ma'am. Just oh my god! Please don't. Well, the first time I saw him, just politely told me, I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, dude, listen, you're going to, you're going to, you're trying to make me act out right now. I, I see what you're doing. You know how I feel about this. And you're trying to make me be naughty. <laughs> all right. All right. 
movement itself would be way, way less full of bullshit and hate if they didn't act like if like there weren't the ones that always get the news coverage are the ones acting like twats. You know, the people instinct like just causing fight. More complicated. <sighs> How would I put it? More strenuous than it needs to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, the ones that actively like decide to open the fight with people over nothing. Instead of just politely correcting somebody like, hey, I'd like to be called by this. You know, like if somebody called you the wrong name. If you do it yeah, politely, yeah. we're accepting. Yeah, and most people out there, most people, most people will say, oh, my bad, you know, and they'll go on. Or if they don't want to call you that, they'll just get away from you. You know what I'm saying? They'll just be like, okay, well, I'm sorry. And then they'll just leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but when you try to when you try to force something onto somebody, especially if it goes against like their thought process or their belief system, well then you put them in the situation of either they can cave to you and your belief system or they can fight you for what they believe in. Because when you're forcing it on them, you, you leave them no other option, right? Like it's either defend what you believe or accept what I believe kind of a scenario. Uh, my, my typing there, Miss Lady Bomber is all atrocious. So I'm going to tell you what I'm supposed to say. I'm, I, 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 I said this at the beginning of the I show. I know it's a, yeah, my typing was atrocious right there. So I'll just say it out <laughs> loud. Um, I know that uh, they're doing the Mezzacopa audit right now, and um, mm-hmm. we we're gonna watch it today after the after the show. You know, I don't like to cover many things live because I like to have time to to absorb what I'm taking in and think about mm-hmm. it, and digest it, and research it, and uh, then bring it. You yeah, know. that way. Some I, smaller things we do on the spot, but the bigger ones are do them yeah. the next day. Good luck. Search and do them because that'll be that'll probably be hours worth of 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 material right there. Just them sitting there because we all know what the Democrats are going to do. The Republicans are going to the Republicans get there. And I look at it this way. They walk in. They're like, I got dinner in the oven. Let's wrap this up. Get to the facts. Here they are. And the Democrats walk in. They go, well, we might be here for a while because we got all this song and dance. Well, you know, I brought my tap shoes. I got some sparklers. I'm gonna light. You know, I got a whole show planned. And, and the Republicans are like, no, no, I'm not interested in the show. Um, just, just, just tell me what's going on. Thanks. Give them the old razzle dazzle, razzle dazzle. And away the Democrats go, and then they're they're there all night, and that's why that's why I'm, I'm glad I'm not a politician. <laughs> because what I, what? so oh, yeah. you remember oh, yeah. when you and I used to talk about baseball back guy center? Baseball we just back. Needed, yeah, you remember when we when we were like, how do we fix Congress to where? They stop talking about stupid shit that doesn't matter, and they stay on topic about things that do. And we came up with the idea: we need a, an, a like we need just a, your everyday average Joe Blow guy 
that goes in there. He's the highest paid guy in the room. And his only job is, is if like they're talking about, like let's hypothetically say the, the topic of discussion is a COVID relief bill. And, and one of the politicians like, nope, we're not, we're not going to pass this relief bill unless you pass a green new deal with it. We're not doing it. You remember baseball back guy walks over there and he like taps on the table. Like, are you sure? Are, are you, that doesn't sound like that has anything to do with COVID relief. Are you sure that that's what you want to talk about right now? Kind of. Yeah. We, we were talking, we needed, uh, we need Bob and Tom's midget with a club. <laughs> Somebody that just walks over there and whacks them in the fucking shins. Like, Hey, we're not talking about that right now. That's next week's topic. You stay on today's topic. Today's topic is helping the American people. Thanks. I imagine, but you know why we don't have that? Because we'd have a whole bunch of Cotton Hills in Congress. You feel me? They'd all walk like Cotton Hill because the guy would bust all their kneecaps out. They'd just waddle <laughs> everywhere. They'd be like, I had to have both my shins removed. My knees are connected to my ankles. You'd definitely be able to spot a congressman. A congressperson, though, I mean, for sure, from a mile, well, probably not from a mile, because, you know, they'd be a lot closer to the ground, but, <laughs> but, I mean, let's think about it, man. Let's be honest. Does it not seem like a show at this point? Like, perfect example, those Democrats that fled Texas and ran to, to D.C. to get up on Joe Biden's tit. Sorry, it disgusted me when help I was us, thinking help the words. Help us. The main Republicans are trying to make us vote on stuff. They're trying to make us do our fucking job. Yeah, they're trying to make us do our job. And here's the the part that really got me was was the beer, man. I can't I know. I'm kicking the dead horse, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I'm a bear, okay? I enjoy kicking dead things. You wouldn't understand as humans. Elgato just brought up QAnon. I keep Seeing that shit, I actually have no idea what the fuck QAnon I've, is. I've like, never followed QAnon, so I wouldn't be able to speak about them. Like, I do not know literally QAnon anything. QAnon is a discredited far-right conspiracy theory allegating that a cabal of satanic cannibalistic pedophiles run a global child sex trafficking ring and conspired against former President of the United States Donald Trump during his term in office. QAnon is described as a cult. It commonly asserts that Trump has been planning a day of reckoning known as the storm when thousands of members of the cabal will be arrested. So here's something So here's something interesting that you just said. They it said, makes it sound like Trump is running it, but then in the next sentence it's like, it's mainly full of Hollywood liberal actors, Democratic politicians, and high-ranking government officials. All three so, of those categories hate Trump. So in the beginning, you said because I don't know anything about QAnon. I don't. I, I never really looked into it. it. Didn't really interest me. I only look into things that interest mm-hmm. me. But um, uh, in the beginning, you said something about they it, they believe that it, the the world is ran by an elite cabal that's satanic and and pedophilic, and they they run. Yeah. Uh, a, a child sex ring. Well, you know, I want I want to just kind of touch. I just wanted to kind of touch on that just a little bit because I think that there are big child sex rings out there in the world. Like I think that they do exist. 
and um, I think to to deny their existence would be a fa- you know like a fantasy. Like uh, I think that is a problem in the world now. I don't know, you know, I don't know as far as like you know if if they're. I would hope that they're not part of the elite upper class echelons that control the world, but in the same aspect. You know, I mean, there was that Jeffrey Epstein thing that, like, stared everyone right in the face. So, I mean, like, I'm, I'm just dissecting what you told me just now. And so I'm kind of just looking at it, digesting it, you know. Uh, I don't the know. I is, mean, as, interesting. As I read about it, it's worse and worse. Like, this, this sounds like somebody that was high off their ass thought of and posted. Like, it just gets worse and worse. I feel you. They claim that Trump feigned can feigned conspiracy with Russians to enlist Robert Mueller to join him in exposing the sex trafficking ring, preventing a coup d'etat by Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and George Soros. The QAnon conspiracy theories have been amplified by Russian state-backed troll accounts. Right there, just discredited it. You said the word troll on social media, as well as Russian state-backed traditional media and networks associated with Fulang gone like this. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to give them any hate, and I'm not going to give them any love because I don't know nothing about them. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I legitimately don't. So I don't want to speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't. I'll, I'll look into it if that's something you guys want me to look into. I'll look into what QAnon is and all about it. Elgato, I'm gonna bring you up. You better behave. I know like, you just, get. Just I know you get right. Uh, I'm a I'm a com I'm a com, com cat today. No no no. Um, QAnon. I went down a rabbit hole yesterday, like three or four QAnon videos. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard of this because they were I mean, the I've ones. I've heard of it. It's just never interested me. I, I've heard. Of I mean, it. it's I been around for a year and a half, bro, or like yeah. two years, and they were they were the ones predicting that. On March 6th or something, that every step of the way since Trump lost the election, they predicted it was going to get overturned. So much so that I won a $30 bet against one of these guys. Because they said on January 6th it was going to get it overturned. They said on the um, inauguration it was going to get overturned. Then they said on March. Let me tell you a piece of advice, okay? And I want you to really consider this, okay? Yeah. Uh, when the founding fathers mm-hmm. decided that they were going against Britain, we're going against Britain. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at? They're like uh, shouting it from the heavens, is what you're saying. Yeah, yes, and so that's what I'm saying is even if that was the case, clearly yeah. they're not involved because if if they were, they would act like nothing was going on until it was over. Well, they're like, they're like, uh, he's going to enact the Insurrection Act of 1890, whatever it was. And uh, you'll see, you'll see, they're going to get, it's going to get overturned and he's going to be president once again. Well, every step of the way, well, we're in July. They were wrong. um, They're wrong. And not only that, I mean, they've been wrong about a lot of things. A lot of people, I'm not saying you, Dark Bear, or the other guy. A lot of people now are turning their back on QAnon, saying it's kooky and all that. But I remember when people were like, follow the signs, 
Follow well, you know, the signs. QAnon is real. QAnon is true. Well, things, things like that. You know, like I said, I don't know much about it, so I don't want to talk about it. And they're a right wing group, not a left wing group. It's it's just like that cicada group that popped up, man. Groups pop, weird things pop up. Some of them yeah. have credibility. Some of them don't. Some of them don't some of them. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. culture, you know. Weird. Well, things you pop. didn't you didn't know that Donald Trump, when they would ask him about QAnon, you can pull up the quotes. They would ask him about QAnon, and instead of denouncing them, he would say, "Well, you know, I mean, they're good. There's good people in QAnon." <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out, man. If you want me to look into it, I'll check it out. Because, because hey. they're voting for him, so what? Why would he say anything bad about them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he was bet. like, he was like playing it about a lot of cool. Charlottesville riots. And I don't go along with the Charlottesville stuff. Was he had said there were good people at the Charlottesville riots, too, and people instantly thought, oh, he's calling Nazis good people. You know, <laughs> it's, talk it's about been a big... I think he's being like a big politician. He doesn't want to lose any votes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But hey, I'll so, tell you what, oh, man, He didn't want to lose any votes. I'll look into it, Elgato, <laughs> and, and me and you will have a campfire one day where we talk about it, yeah? Yeah. Because um, uh, you, two years, there was so many shows about crap going on. You're, you're real choppy, man. Sounds like you're having a oh. problem with a silent spell. That's all right. So, Center. Yeah, robot. <laughs> uh, something I wanted to talk about before we get too deep in the show is is something that I've noticed about humans that I don't think humans know about themselves. Does that make sense? And, and what I, and what I'm talking about here is, is a lot of people like to claim that they are something, you know, like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a manly man, you know, and, and, and I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big bad guy. But then, you know, you're, you, you can say, you can just embarrass them a little bit and they just fall apart or, or, you know, you, you also have problems with people who can't accept reality, all right? And I think the problem here is, is that we've gotten so used to coddling people because we don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. That now, now we're at a point to where, like, people can say, oh, I'm a man. Okay, I'm a, I'm a manly man, and I can roughhouse with the boys. And then with one of the boys roughhouse with them, oh, you hurt me. And then everybody goes, oh, why'd you hurt? Why, why'd you hurt that guy? Instead of going, I thought you were a man. Are you going to play with us? Or are you going to, are you going to cry? You're going to be a man. You're going to cry. What are you going to do? You see what I'm saying? I don't think we hold each other accountable as much anymore. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Most definitely we don't. Cause used to, used to, we held each other accountable like crazy. You know, if, if, Hey there, King Trump, welcome my fellow what, Americans. What are you saying? What are you saying, um, Dark Bear? I'm saying used to, we used to hold each other Okay, and what I mean by that is, is used to, like, say, say a bunch of guys got together and we're roughhousing with each other. You know, we're doing what, what, what guys do and, and we're sitting there just insulting each other back and forth. And, and one of them, you know, is like, oh, 
my feelings are hurt. You hurt my feelings, even though he's been playing and insulting as well. All right. And uh, here's the thing is used to we'd say, OK, well, if you can't play with the men, you go set with the boys. All right. If you don't want that's fine. Yeah. Get out of here. You just get on out of here. Right. But yeah. nowadays, nowadays, it's like the crowd turns against the one guy that, that somebody went, oh, he hurts my feelings. And then the crowd turns and goes, why'd you hurt his feelings? Instead of turning to the guy and going, come on, man, man up. We're, we're playing a game. Stop, stop being like this. Come on, you know. And, well, and, let me and, ask you guys a question about man stuff. Um, I don't know if it's man. true or not. I, I heard that if you challenged another man to a fight and the other man accepted it, then... Like, if I challenge you, hey, I, I want to fight you. And the other guy's going, sure, let's go fight. And nobody gets in trouble, even if the cops show up. And you say, hey, we both accepted it. I don't know old if that's true style. or not. Old school. Old school. It should be like that. It should yeah, be like that, by the way. I think so. You know, Just be safe thing. about it. Don't fucking try to yeah. kill the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing is, is we don't, mm. as a culture nowadays, we don't think that we should be held accountable for anything for our own actions. And it's selfish. So selfishly, we don't hold others accountable for their actions because then we think, oh, well, what if this was me? You know, like, like sometimes I'll go somewhere and I'll get poor service. Me and Sinner talk about this all the time. And this applies to Congress, okay? I'm going to show you how in just a second. Uh, I'll come back home and I'll tell Senator, I'll say, oh, I went to, I went to this person. I, I went out to eat. And, uh, you know, my waitress was rude and, and my glass didn't get filled up. And so I didn't leave her a tip. And Senator will go, good. Because she yeah. doesn't, because that, that, wait, that waiter, that server doesn't, deserve a tip oh but people get overloaded and they're stressed and being a waitress is hard or being a waiter is hard everything in life is hard any job is hard that's why we call it a job instead of uh you know rainbow skipping yeah man if you're a horrible server and you're being an asshole i'm not gonna i i listen i'm not like that maybe maybe i'm a softie i'll give like a one dollar two dollar whatever but fucking my wife will be like, don't tip that lady. Because she was real rude. It hardly ever happens. But I hear what you're, what you're saying. Accountability. Like, what you're saying on that. Accountability. Yes. And if we apply yes. that same aspect that we apply to the server, to our to our representatives. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> ah, now you see how it applies ah, to Congress. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, why do they stay in so long? Why isn't there a term limit, like a shorter term limit? Well, let's that, let me ask you. Let me ask you a yeah. question, Elgato. Okay, let, and I want you to be truthful. Okay, let's say okay. hypothetically, uh -oh. I plop you on an island. Okay. Uh oh. And yeah. uh, let's let's say I give fantasy you like island? a fantasy island. Okay, and I give you the plane, people, the plane. Okay. And mm -hmm. I say I'm going to strand these twenty people here with you, Elgato. Oh. Yes. All right. Yes. You got 20 people at your disposal. And you say, Dark Bear, how am I going to maintain being in charge? And I say, oh, don't worry, man. I got that covered. Here's a gun. Okay. Now, now, the Democratic thing to do would be to give each bullet to a person and then, uh, you know, hide the gun. 
That way you can't use the gun without the approval of at least one other person, right? It, it, it holds everybody accountable. But here's the issue. The moment you do that, you know what you've done? You've given the power to yeah, Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh-huh. You see? And, and at this yeah, point course. where we are in our history, in our history, okay, we're at a real close tipping point to where the people of America mm-hmm. are about to lose the power that they have over government. We're real close to it. We've, I, tipped, we've tipped back and forth in the past before, but we've always come back to, nah, we like self-governing, nah, we like to, to be the land of the free and have our constitutional uh, rights do you, you know? think that power corrupts everybody because honestly man and i'm not trying to pat myself on the back if i was the guy in charge on the island i would i would hope i could trust myself and, and handle that position and be fair that's the type hope. of guy i am the people that hope. know me i hope because you know what fucking yeah. power corrupts right exactly power it's kind of like it's it's kind of like the age old concept of finding an ancient. Yeah. I don't. I want to be. I want to be like Luke Skywalker, not fucking Anakin Skywalker. Exactly. You know what I'm but saying? See, but see, that's the problem, Elgato. Is it's kind of yeah. like the morality of finding an ancient spell tome out there in the dark woods, one that contains dark, powerful magic. And although yeah. you know, you could wield this power in a good way. You could use this. Yeah. When is it a matter of? Time? How long is it a matter of time before you do something bad? Out of kindness. Out of kindness. You see what I'm saying? Uh, How long? Yeah, or, or people always, you know, no matter what it is, no matter what you do, not everybody's going to be happy. There, are, There's going to be people that complain and that's say, right. well, you know, you give this job to this guy and that's an easier job. Why would you give me the harder job? While you're stronger, you can chop wood. You know because what I'm saying? You and, can, because you can bear the uh, burden. So yes. think of this. So think of this. Apply that same thing, yes. but to Congress. Mm, uh, those guys, we need man. people that can bear the burden. And the people that are in there, they can't even go to, and do their fucking job. They're fleeing. They're running, they're, they're running away they're from be- their state. Well, because they're in for DC. 10, 12 years, Dark Bear, and so they're they're comfortable. Now, ah, what if you got it? They're comfortable, and what and what does comfortable cause? Complacency. Yeah, and if they're in for a shorter term, I don't know what how many years that would be, and they were worried about losing their job. Maybe they do better. Effective. Yes, uh, you're right. And why do you think mm-hmm. they don't want to shorten those term limits? Because they want to be career politicians and they just want to chill. Well, because, mm-hmm. because just like you on the island, when I give you mm-hmm. the gun, you're not going to give those other people the bullet. Uh, because try, what if they turn against you? They want to keep the power, yeah. Mm-hmm. What if they turn against you? They want to keep the power. Especially if you go, like, let's say I give you the gun, Elgato, and you get a little power hungry mm-hmm. first, right? And you, and you go around yeah. and you pistol whip a couple yeah. guys. And, oh, shit. And, and, and you... <laughs> Yeah, you go around, you pistol whip a couple guys, you say, hey, these are Damn. my coconuts, you know, and you take their coconuts yeah. that they spend all day. And, and then, let's say let's say a couple weeks down the road, you have a change Shoot of them heart. in the dick. 
Mm-hmm. You have a change of yeah. You shoot one guy in the foot, like let that yeah. be a lesson to you, right? I said dick, but you said foot. It's fine. Uh-huh. And and so and so, then a couple weeks later, you have a change of heart. You say, you know what? I don't think this is right. I'm going to give the gun and the bullets to the to, to the other people because I, mm, I, then they're going to shoot me. Ah! <laughs> and now here we are. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to be good. Yeah, I hear you. Let me ask you something then. Was were, was there a lot of flaws when they created uh, America and we got to fix it? How do we fix it? Listen, First of all, thing. here's the uh, thing. Is people are striving for a perfect society, for utopia. And, and the reality of it is, is it doesn't yeah. exist because my idea no, of utopia is is different than your idea of utopia. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we can never create a perfect society unless we mm-hmm. make everyone think in the same way. And we make everyone... Ah, that's starting to sound a little familiar, isn't it? Like CNN, isn't it? uh, All right, all right. You got 20 people on the island, right? Let me ask you something, Mr. Dark Bear, right? And there's like a bunch of coconuts, and there's mango trees, and there's a bunch of, you know, fish and everything. Let me ask you this. (laughs) What would be Oh man, you're getting and you're getting sharing, sharing. You're a robot now again, there, man. You're everybody working together. You're ro- can you hear me? Robot now, brother. You t- type it down there in the chat. Yeah, you're robot in Britain. Yeah, you're robot now, bad. So, so just real fast, Center. Uh, let me let me touch on something just real quick. Uh, you want to know how you resolve? the gun problem with handing one person a gun on the island of 20 people. You throw the gun into the ocean because there are plenty of ways to kill each other on equal terms. But here's the issue is we don't have just one person with a gun. We have an obsessive amount of people in the government that have already got gained too much power. And they have too many guns. So if we take our guns and we throw them in the ocean, what's the immediate after effect, Center? I mean, you, you, you've told me. Front of my shit there for a minute. What the fuck? I didn't know Podbean was doing ads for other people's shows in the middle of other people's shows. I didn't either. Uh, El Gato says. Does everybody get the same amount of fish, coconut, mangoes, water on the island, or the person that fishes the most gets the most fish? And uh, basically, this is the con- this is the very basic concept of socialism: is is does everyone get the same amount of everything? Because you know it is uh, we share, so we survive, right? And in a very small population, that works. Because we all rely on one another in some way or another, right? Like uh, one guy is going to fish, one guy is going to get water, one guy is going to build the fire, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's to take care of the whole community. You know who does the best? The person who 
gathers his own fish, gathers mm-hmm. his own wood for his fire. And you know why? Because when shit gets bad, he doesn't have to rely on the community to take care of him. He's taking care of himself. And that's the idea between having the government take care of you and, and taking care of yourself. I mean, clearly we already know what the government's going to do. If like, you know, God forbid a, a horrible accident happened, like a meteor hits the earth or, or nuclear war breaks out. Well, all those all those important elite class, well, they've already got bunkers carved into the side of mountains. They told us this years ago. Where's our bunkers? Who do you think they really care about? Where's, where's America's nuclear fallout shelters for our civilians to take care of us? Because Congress has it. The president has it. Are they more important than you and I if the world's ending? I mean, let's get real about it. Oh, yeah. They'll protect themselves before they protect us. And that should tell you all you need to know. And who pays them? It's real simple. We do. I know. And who elected them? Well, see, that's now, see, Alberto, that's the real question. Now, see, right now, we are in the current uh, age where we are deciding are we, do, is our society full of stupid people that keep making these same mistakes or are we being fooled into thinking that we have a choice i think it got away from us man you got a mute you got a mute elgato you are too rough um but that's where we are not having a fun day today he, he's out and about. He's out working right now. And that's all right. We love having Elgato here. But when he's rough, he got, a, he got a silent spell. See, that's what happens when people keep magic books that they shouldn't keep. <laughs> just like communism. But I digress. I'm just playing with you, Elgato. I love you to death, brother. I hope you know that. Much respect. Much love. And, and you know, I'm... Um, Here's the thing is, is we're really coming up to a point where the question is, is are so many people in our society this dumb that that we just keep allowing this to reoccur over and over and over again? Or is it the fact that so many people have been fooled into believing that we have the, the a choice and it's an illusion, and they just put in whoever they want, whoever they feel like is going to cooperate with them the easiest to, to, you know, reach their goals. Because that's the whole thing about you know politics is end goals, right? Where where do you want to be at the end of this, right? Do you, do you want abortions to be legal, or do you not want abortions to be legal? Do you, do you want tra- uh, transgenders uh, reading books? To your kids wearing rainbow-colored monkey outfits, uh, you know, fully equipped with with rubber dick and, and ass cheeks, or do you not want that happening? Because that's what politics are all about, right? Is is the end game? Yeah. They fight each other at the podium, but have dinner together at fundraisers. I mean, yeah, they've, right. they've been they've been recording doing that shit all the time. Like how many pictures are on the internet of these fuckers, these Democrats and shit that they fight amongst each other, and then the next thing you know, oh, they're at some big dinner party, chatting it up and having a beer together. 
That, yeah, that, that doesn't happen what you said about the transvestite reading children's books and all that. That's just oh, a that scare does. tactic. No, that does People, happen. So. No, if you went school to school and, and looked oh, in, they, that's, like, that's not happening. There is drag shows right now that are in libraries. We just covered a story about the UK over there that they invited a dude in a rainbow monkey costume with yeah. like the, the costume had nipples and a bare ass and like a and pseudo a dick. And, and a he dick. Read the kids. And this is a true story, Elgato. If if you like want, you can look it up. The story. It's all over. We posted it in the Discord. I don't think I have you in the Discord, but it's a real story. This really happened. It's not a scare attack. It, it's just like we talked about, me and Sinner talked about two days ago, the transgender couple that the, the woman became a man and the man became a woman in their own reality. And they had a baby and the man, the biological man is super pissed off and all, all weepy because the birth certificate is putting the, the one that claims to be a man but is actually a biological woman as the mother because she is. But this man is holding a baby, Elgato, up to his tit because he thinks he's a woman and allowing this baby to suckle upon his tit. You see what I'm saying here, brother? And and it's it's not a scare tactic. It's actually happening. It's actually happening. This is this is a, a severe issue that's issue going on. That's going on. Not just here in America, but around the world in retrospect. Because that story with the rainbow monkey was in the UK. The story I just referenced was here in America. Tuttle says uh, they had the dude chick reading books at my kid's school before the kofufu. I kept my kids home that day. Yes, homeboy, it does happen. Yeah, Tuttle, see, see, Tuttles has had it. He's went through it before. Thanks for sharing, Tuttles. Tuttle says, I don't have a problem with people doing what they want to do, but I'm not having hypersexuality and perversion in front of my six-year-old kid. And I agree. We talk about this all the time. We don't have to hate people for their sexual preferences. We don't. That's fine. If you want to do something weird in the bedroom, by all means, go for it. Just don't be doing it out in public where other, you know, susceptible minds may be. You know what I'm getting at here? You do what you want. In the no, home. I don't agree with it at all. Don't, don't bring it to the public and force it on kids and say, oh, it's normal. No, it's not. Exactly. It's something exactly. you do in private, and that's it. How, how mad How mad would you be, consider this, if you saw a straight guy run up to a gay couple and start screaming at them, abomination, you're abomination. You'd be pissed. You'd be pissed, right? And that's, that's a good reaction. You, people shouldn't do that to somebody, okay? So why is it okay for, for um, a gay guy to act completely foolish, dress up in, in assless chaps, and go out in public in a parade and be, and be celebrated, all right, actively, actively, mind you, for being different for no other thing than sexuality? Like, who cares if you don't want to be treated? Stunning and brave. 
Yeah, it's not. It's not. I know. It's not Brave. It's, it's not Brave. Mr. Dark Bear and the Sinner, I'm going to walk out of the dark woods. Hopefully, I find my way back to my truck. Uh, I think so. The hot dogs were delicious, you know, on the campfire. Thank <laughs> Thanks, you, guys. Um, oh, yeah, it a, man. It was a great talk. We love having Awesome. Hey, Later, you, have a, you have a great day, and God bless, man. Uh, you too, man. What were you saying, Senator? Go ahead, sir. I actually totally just forgot. I have that happen to me sometimes. What, what were we talking about? We were talking about the, um, you know, the transgender stuff and keeping sexuality at home. You know, not not coming out where impressionable minds are and parading around and celebrating the fact that you decided to be a lesbian or, or be oh, gay or be, be a toast. They, they, celebrate pe- they celebrate people being gay because, you know, apparently being able to put a dick in your mouth is a huge accomplishment. But but is it, though? Like, I mean, like, let's be fair. I mean, what do we consider accomplishments nowadays? Because I mean, that's if, if we want to celebrate people putting dicks in their mouth, you know, we should be celebrating women out there. I celebrate women every day. I love them. Well, like I mean, like we should celebrate them more than we normally do now. It's like you know, a lot of women out there put a dick in their mouth. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Where's their parade? Same fucking thing. Where's their parade? Yeah, where's where's women? Well, no, do they have a women's month? I think they do, don't they? I don't know to be honest. We have so many holidays, you can't keep track. Month based race or gender dumb dumb things. Like I lose track of them to be honest. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, this particular topic really upsets me because there are people out there that that have made, you know, just different life choices. And that's all it is. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. Just different life choice. And they just want to be happy. They just want to live their life. They just want to find love. And there's nothing wrong with that. And and people that go out and, and they act all crazy and, and they're like, you have to accept me for who I am and blah, 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 blah. And they act like an asshole. Well, they make those people lives hard because then they generate people who hate them because they're trying to force something on them that they don't agree with. And guess what? It's never the loudmouth person that's acting like an asshole that ends up that ends up get getting that. They make a whole bunch of people real mad, and then those people go to work, or they go to a bar, they go to a restaurant, or wherever it may happen. They go to GameStop or wherever, and they interact with this person, and then they remember the person that they last interacted with. And they go, oh, this person's going to be a prick, so I'm just going to shut them down right now. And and that's fucked up, because it causes problems, because that person may not... May not have anything in common with that with that other person other than just life choice a sex a sexuality choice you see what i'm saying they may completely differ, disagree with them in all other aspects but because of the way the media because of the way society pushes these problems instead of directing the problem and solving it they pour fire on it they want us to fight about things they want us to hate each other like, Senator, you, you said yesterday something beautiful, and then we had a, a, a lovely show, and we laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed, and, and it was something just so simple that was, if you follow politics all the time, it's depressing. And it is, and it shouldn't be, because politics is the progression of us 
as a country, as a nation. Politics is the direct reflection, or should be, of who we are as a people. Do we want to be a loving, caring people who's out there getting business done and we're strutting our stuff and we're making a, a, achievements and we're smiling at people and, and, the, and, and we're waving, ah, yeah, look, everything's great. Or do we want to be the people that just say, well, that's just the way things are. Nothing we can do about it, I guess. I guess we just got to accept it. We want to fight amongst each other about stupid shit that we already know about. People go, oh, let's talk philosophy. Let's sex and gender are two different things. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard, Senator. Let's just get real about it. People go, oh, well, I'm philosophical because I know sex and gender are a different thing. No, you're stupid. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not smarter than anybody. This was something... When this shit first came out and people started coming up with these stupid fucking asexual, bisexual has always been a thing, but now there's like bi-gender and shit like that. A lot of these are either shit people made up or they're not even, I wouldn't even qualify them as a sexuality or anything like that. It's just a sexual preference. Like, where's the one? Gender fluid. Well, it's just like saying that gender is non-binary. It's just, a, it's it's not twisting or perverting the truth. It is an absolute lie. You see what I'm saying? And there's a big difference between twisting and perverting the truth because when you twist or pervert the truth, you still have some truth left over. <laughs> but when you lie, it is 100% fabricated. You have created this element of your own accord. You have brought this into being. And mm -hmm. believe it or not, most lies are sinister. Like a lot. Oh my God, I found a list. Some of these are AFAB, acronym meaning assigned female at birth. Yeah, that's called by your fucking DNA. That's called science. Yeah. That's a gender doesn't identify with the idea or experience of having a gender. That's called, you never got out there and explored who you were as a person. Like, a lot of these are just stupid people. Oh, my God. We use that word just as much as we use treason. This stupid is the one people that and treason. I hate seeing cisgender. I fucking hate that. That one, um, actually, when, when that shit started coming out way back when they, the trans movement started, anybody that wasn't trans, they started calling cisgender. And now, for some reason, that's the normal way to call anybody that, you know, has two brain cells and looks at science like, you know, science. Like, I hate... That one word pisses me off. Oh, you're cisgender. No, I'm not crazy is what I am. You want to know something that makes Miss, Miss Lady Bear laugh a lot, Senator? When she tries to show me something... Like, like what you're talking about that I don't know. And she goes, hey, you need to know this. And she'll, she'll go show it to me. And I'll start reading into it. Like, you know, I'll get so deep to where like, like perfect example with like gender being non-binary. Um, I'll read the first couple lines. And I'll be like, well, because of these psychological reasons and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man can become a woman. And I'll just go, No. That's exactly how I'll respond to it. I'll just, no. And she'll, what do you mean no? I mean no. I mean no. This is bullshit. I'm not wasting my time on this. This is, I, 
one plus one equals two, two plus two equals four. I'm not doing this with, with people. I, I don't care. No. And she goes, well, what are you going to do if somebody confronts you in public and, and, and they call you a bigot? I'm, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to call them stupid and, and we'll both go about our day, I guess. Only one of us is going to be right, though. Here they are. I found them. It's not the gender one. The gender ones are absolutely stupid, but it's the, the sexuality spectrum. Like, what is it, where is this one? Asexual, having little to no sexual attraction in others. Yeah. So you just, that's not a sexuality that's called, you just don't want to fucking, you just don't want to fuck people. Okay. Abstinence. Ta-da. Fixing for you. Yeah, isn't it the same thing? Weird. Like, we already had a word for... Man, I'm... Just... Demisexual. Not experiencing sexual attraction unless there is an emotional connection. So basically getting to know somebody before it gets hot in the pants. I hate my life. Please don't do this up, to me. When I was growing up, that was called not being a whore. Please don't do this to me, please. I've tried so hard to avoid these lists, and please don't do this to me, Senator, please. A buddy of mine passed me a list of them, and I, I had sat and went through them. I'm like, these aren't genders. These aren't. These are just sexual preferences, what people enjoy, you know, that goes down your checklist of, well, this is what I like. Like These, these aren't genders. These are just people. This is. These are people that never took sex ed class or never got the birth. You, you said it. You said it perfectly earlier. They're just stupid. They can't help it. They're just stupid. These are the yeah, people. Yeah, it all tumble these, these from people, there. These people, same reason that the caution do not drink label is on bleach. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Simple things, simple things, not so simple when you're dumb. Oh, man. So let's let's change topic, man. Let's. I, I don't want to. Please don't torture me with the alphabet squad anymore, man. Please. Let, can we talk about the evils of government? We talk about China. But, man, the, I'm, the, the, the video the other day with the, with the two people, with the nursing child, with the guy, with the cameraman that was like, oh, is he getting milk? And then the, I can't believe the cameraman even asked that, number one, because clearly not. This is a male who thinks thanks he's a female and what enraged me even more is when the guy looked right back up at the cameraman and went oh no he's not like you know you know what you're doing isn't you know what you're doing isn't real you just said what you're doing isn't real you know it's fake you know it you up oh. You see what you get you see what you just made me do, Sinner? I'm regaining my composure. I'm back. All right. <sighs> Gre Greta Thunberg. Fuck that dumb cunt, right? Oh, I mean that child, sorry. Oops. Whoopsie. I love that she's been I think she's been pushed out of the limelight. Some other little child star got pushed into her way. I wish I wish children would stop being put in the limelight when it comes to important things. I, like I blame the parents. Anytime I see kids in the limelight, like anywhere from teenagers down, if there is a child in politics, it signals to me 
the parents are failed activists and are basically just here. Look at me, I'm special. I pushed a child out. Look at me. Yeah, and yeah. Look at look at how indoctrinated. Argument. Look at how indoctrinated I can make my child. Look at how how activist my child can be. They're basically a banner for my cause. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's just like these people that that like let their children pick their their own name. Like they don't actually really let their children pick their own name. And you know how you know that? Because you never see any of them walking around with the name of, you know, uh, uh, Superman or Spider-Man. You never, you never see any kids that pick that name. So clearly the parents have some involvement in the name picking. But they'll, they'll tell you, oh, no, my, my child's so sophisticated that I allowed my child to name himself. That's why his name is Because that's all he could say when he was born. Get real. You know what I'm saying, dude? And now we've got all these problems with with schools wanting to teach the Yeah, perfect. Let's go to schools. Let's get off the alphabet. Let's go to schools. Oh, thank God. So you know, just before we go to schools, one last complaint. You know, Sinner, they make a rubber tit so that you can breastfeed a child. You know that? Mm-hmm. And he didn't have that on. He could have had that on. He could have like made literally any small attempt at making his false reality mildly acceptable. But he didn't. He didn't. He did not. He was allowing the child to suckle upon a teat that he knew nothing was going to come out of. Child abuse. Schools. So... um, I'm happy to see that a lot of parents are starting to get involved in the school systems. We're starting to, now you wouldn't know it if, if you watched, uh, you know, mainstream media, but a lot of parents are going to these schools and they're protesting things like critical race theory. They're protesting things like gender neutral pronouns being taught and they're, they're voicing their opinion. And you want to know how the school systems are reacting to that. Do you know center? Oh, the exact same way the news is reacting to it. They just shut them up. They just, they just turn off. You know, we, we covered a story a while back ago where a whole bunch of parents actually got arrested at one of these meetings because they turned the, the microphone off. And because the parents weren't happy, they weren't being heard by the school board, they decided to just stand up right then and start giving the speeches that they had prepared in an orderly fashion. And, uh, because so many parents agreed with each other and they were, they were doing this. Um, the school board had a real easy way of dealing with it. If you remember, they just uh, declared it an unlawful assembly and then uh, started having people arrested. I, I love that the cop, I hate, I really hate that the cops actually went along with that shit. Like none of the cops there had the brain cells enough to sit there and connect together. Hmm. It's a fucking school board meeting. How could a school board meeting be an unlawful assembly when it's a fucking school board meeting? An officially called sanctioned meeting. Hmm. Especially if it's called, if it's a public school board, because technically the public pays for that. So that's public property. And you're supposed to go to these school board meetings because that's the only way that you can voice your complaints about anything that they may be teaching your children, right? That's the whole purpose of these meetings. 
or are these meetings just meant to provide the illusion of choice? Well, if, if they were actually meant for you to go there and complain and make a difference, you'd have the opportunity to speak, right? But I think they learned something from the 80s and the 90s, and that is if you just put in a complaint hotline, people will call and they'll bitch, and they'll never look in to see where that complaint hotline goes. You remember when businesses used to do that center where they'd have a complaint line that you call and you bitch and you get all riled up and fucking screaming the phone and slam it against the counter a few times. Then you hang up and you feel better and then you just walk off and then come to find out a whole bunch of companies. Uh, they just had voicemails that basically didn't go anywhere and they got in a bunch of trouble for it. You remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of companies got in trouble for that. Almost like Congress, right? Yeah, pretty much. Complaint hotlines open, ladies and gentlemen, but it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and yeah, I so laugh. Mr. A says, the school board meetings here are at 1 p.m., so people can't make them because they're during working hours. Yeah, they, they do this shit on purpose. And it is. It's done on purpose. It's deliberate. They know. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. How many of you drop your kids off at school and and you know what time your kid's going to get off of work, right? And the school's going to tell you, well, we don't know what time you get off of work. And you go, oh, really? Because it seems like everybody else works pretty much between the hours common of, you know, sun up and um, like five, maybe a little later, maybe a little earlier, somewhere right in that, right in there. So you would think that they would schedule these meetings that you should be a part of because it's the upbringing of your child. You send them to this government building for eight hours a day. They spend more wait time with their teachers and friends than they do with you. Think about that. But they don't want you, you know, Tucker Carlson brought this up a while back ago. I mean, you discussed it and I'll bring it back up now. When the Kofufu happened and places started doing at-home learning, there was something that was exposed that uh, we didn't realize. And that was these teachers are teaching things that people disagree with. And they found that out because they set in on their child's class, you know, on the laptop. And uh, then the teacher started throwing a big fucking fit because they were caught. Mm -hmm. You remember that? I remember that that was that was just before that was when that was right before they started banning critical race theory in states and shit, and they were they were so adamant. Oh, we're not we're not teaching critical race theory. We're not teaching your children to be bigoted racists or make your children actively feel bad because their genetic code basically said, "Hey, you have white skin. Here's something you have no control over. You should feel bad for it." Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and, and parents should go to schools when they disagree and they're trying to teach your kids something and they should be involved. But these teachers think that they that you have no right to see what they teach your children in class. Think about this. All right. You remember when when, you know, school shootings started to become a thing and everything and schools started to get more security and stuff. People worried about their kids. Rightfully so. You know, we're all scared. 
schools started putting cameras in inside of them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, most most schools, I've never been to every school in America, so I can't vouch for every school, but most school, majority of schools have cameras on the outside of the building and in the hallways and here and there, you know, but they don't have them in the classrooms. Now, Senator, mm-hmm. when I when I board one of my pets because I got to leave town or something, I can get on my phone and I can look on a webcam to check on my pet. Okay. Why can't you get on a webcam to check on your kids, bro? Doesn't that seem like something that should have been implemented years and years and years ago that that should have been implemented at the very beginning? I'm surprised we haven't had like literally off the top of my head. I can instantly tell you a better, an instant better solution to school shootings. What's that? Took me all of three seconds to think of it. What's that? Veterans. Veterans. Yeah, you could employ veterans to to be security. My my dad is a Vietnam veteran. If anything, if you really want a hardcore class of people in this country. Have Vietnam veterans. These are men and women that are in about in about their sixties now. But these are some of the hard hardest motherfuckers you'll ever see when it comes to vets, because they fought a war they didn't want to fight, and they got when they got home they were treated like shit. And they would a lot of the vets that I've met across my life. They're good people, good men and women. They're awesome. They're some of the dopest people you'll ever meet. But you bet your ass, you give these people a gun and you tell them, hey, we want you to be at these schools. And if there's even a threat of violence, if any motherfucker even comes near here and says there's going to be a school shooting, they will never even approach the school. You know, I, you know, if you gave veterans the ability to, 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 you know, not police schools, but to protect schools. And I really believe if you told them, you said, Hey, it's your job to protect the minds and hearts of tomorrow from evildoers. Oh yeah. That's a job you can wear with pride. You know what I'm saying? Employ veterans as essentially security guards, armed security guards for schools. And that would give them, that would give them the, that would open up jobs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That would give them, that would give kids access to American heroes, people that went out and fought for freedom. They would be able to tell kids about, you know, what it's like culturally and other places of the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. It would, it would be a good learning opportunity. You'd have an actual veteran there that they could have. Not only are they in contact with the kids, you could have them go to classes and talk about their experience, not only in the military, but if they served in combat, how it was. And they, these are people trained for combat. So it's like if, if oh, we got a call, there's going to be a school shooter today, you would bet your ass like if we have trained combat veterans, they'd never even make it to the parking lot. They'd get spotted and they'd be dead before they hit the sidewalk. Yeah, well, that's the thing is is that most of our most of our American heroes out there are, are veterans that we yeah. salute here at the campfire. Most of them out there, they they've already ta- they've already made that choice in their mind. They're willing to lay down their life for what they believe in. If they hadn't have made that choice, they wouldn't have signed that paper. Yeah, and if, if what they believe that's what I said, like with with a lot of the vets out there, especially like the Vietnam vets. My dad's a Vietnam vet. I know my dad can shoot. I've seen him. It's a very rare instance when he gets. My dad looks like Santa Claus. You wouldn't suspect him of 
being able to pinpoint you between the eyes. But I, for a fact, know he can because he's also one of those rare people. Like, he can look you in the eye and throw bullseyes at a fucking dartboard from across the room. Look at right here. Right. Uh, he can hardcore stare you down and hit bullseyes. I and he's a, he's, he looks like Santa. He's a, ho- he's a holly jolly man. Look right here. Victor says, even every military person swears an oath when they go in. When they mm-hmm. leave, that oath stays with them. And it's because it means something to them. It's symbolic. It represents what they believe in. And that's why it stays with them. It's just like some of us look at the American flag and we know what that symbol represents. We know. That's why we we tell people, you better respect our flag. You motherfucker, you better stand up during this national anthem. We about to have a problem. You know? Because you know, we know like I've rail on that so much. I hate people that do that. That's why I hate hearing Kaepernick's fucking name. I'm but, kneeling but, for racial injustice. Shut the fuck up. You grew up with rich white parents. But you get what I'm saying is is yeah. the flag is also a symbol. That's why it was made. It was made to be a symbol of freedom, of self-governments, of, yeah. of a change in the world, of hope. Yeah, it's, it's a reason that people have lived and died to uphold the flag. I mean, we I told you yesterday that that soldier during the Civil War, a black man that got shot, what was it? He got shot in the face, in the shoulders, in the chest, in the legs, and still refused to let the American flag touch the ground. It's a, it, there's a reason we use the flag as such a powerful symbol that when a soldier's body comes home, the American flag is draped over their coffin, and the family remembers receive a folded flag. There's a reason we hold it in such reverence. That's right. Because of the blood stains that carries it to make it the symbol that it is. The blood that was Mm -hmm. paid to support the idea that a free man and woman should be free. That we should be able to, to hold the people in power accountable. And we really got to get back to that, man. We got to remember what our symbols stand for because they're under attack. We see it all the time. People are burning our flag. People say the flag represents racism, oppression, colonialism, all this bad shit. And I'm here to say, Senator, I don't know what fucking flag they're talking about. Because my American flag represents hope. Represents freedom, self-government, self-sacrifice for the greater good. Fighting the good fight. You know what I'm saying, Senator? The American flag represents the indomitable will of the American people. Like, there's a reason, like, you don't see people literally risking their lives to go off and boat their asses over to fucking England or France or Indonesia or any other shithole country in any other part of the world. You don't see people literally dying to get here. No other country in the world does that or is that aspired to. Only we have that. Like, I mean, think of just the, the Cuban crisis right now. They are literally packing themselves into boats to escape the bullshit down there in Cuba. They want some of that freedom. Yeah, they know what it's like to live in a communist country. 
But they're not they're not going southwards. They're not going down to South America. They're not going over to Mexico or Honduras or Colombia or any of that shit. No, they're coming to America. That's right. You know, they're rioting over there in Cuba right now. Now, if you watch the indoctrinating propaganda pushing machines out there, they tell you they're rioting because they want COVID vaccinations. But odd enough, they're waving American flags and, and uh, they're shouting a whole bunch about liberty. and fr- I think they want freedom, actually. I think maybe that story is being manipulated. I think maybe they're just tired of a tyrannical rule. And they're uh, acting up because of the tyrannical rule. And I think that maybe the powers that be here in America don't want Americans to see people revolting, especially right now. <laughs> there was actually because- one idea I'd seen, I think, a couple of days ago that was a good idea. And you might like this is we have all these dumb communist fuckers here in America, right, that think, oh, communism is the greatest thing that's ever existed. Let's have communism here in America. But then at the same time, we've had the Hong Kong protests. They weren't waving Chinese flags. They are waving American flags. And same with Cuba. Cubans are waving American flags. So let's have an exchange program. I agree. I've, oh, I'm back. One little communist liberal cockpuckers over here that think it's time to say communism is the greatest thing that ever touched the earth. Let's have them give up their American citizenship and you give it to a person from Hong Kong or from Cuba and that person can take your place here in America and you can see what it's really like to live under communism. And, and no take backsies. No take backsies. <laughs> That's no the take catch. Backsies, <laughs> no take backs, these fuckers. If you choose communism, you're communism for life, motherfucker. You better mm-hmm. love it. You better. This better be a com- because you know that's a good. That's a good thing right there that you just pointed brought up. I like that idea. Exchange pro- program. You know, I had hope for that a while back ago, right before Trump got into office. You remember there was a whole bunch of liberals that came out that was like, if America. If you vote him in, we're leaving. And I was like, thank God. And I just went back to what I was doing. Like, I didn't even pay it no mind. Like, thank God. I I know you're bullshitting, but I hope you're not. (laughs) We're we're all going to go to Canada, where it takes at least 10 years to go through the immigration process. We're not actually going to do it, though. Fucking lazy. Bye, Oprah. I hope you have a wonderful time wherever you land in the world. I bet you're not going to be near as popular as you were here, though. Enjoy. And I think when we and I think if they're famous people like like Oprah and and, and we do this uh, swap out program, OK, and they choose communism, then they're automatically like excommunicated out of America. Like, oh, you can no longer sell any products here in America. Sorry. You chose yep, communism. No more, no more freedom for you. Communism. Yeah, you go get some of them commie, some of them commie bucks. You feel me? They got it, the it picture. Product it is our product. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Your product is our product. That's right. Uh, that's right. Hey, listen. You have two coconuts. What you meant to say is we have two coconuts. We have two coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Lennon likes that. Lennon approves of this. Oh man! So it seems like there's been some more 
Chinese communist spies defecting from communism, you know, running into open arms. But they didn't run here to America, surprisingly. They ran to Australia. And uh, when they got there, they're like, why did you come here? And uh, they were like, oh, it's very simple. Uh, we go to America and defect and uh, we will die. Yeah, because so, of Biden. Yeah. So that right there should tell you that China is influencing our politics. That when China spies that are defecting, they're like, I don't want to be a spy. My morals, they go against this. You know, I, I don't like it. Uh when they defect and they're going to other countries and they go, Oh, well, why did you come here? We're confused. Normally spies go to America to defect. And, oh no. It's, it's because, uh, if I go to America and I defect, I it's basically like going to China and defect. I, I did my family did my loved ones. They, they did. I, I have, he actually said, dude, and it was really sad that in the interview that he accepted when he defected, um, out of out of being a spy, that he accepted that everyone he knew in China was dead. He said that those were his exact words in the interview. It was fucking heartbreaking, dude. Because you can see the sincerity in his eyes, the weight of that decision of having to choose between doing something that is morally wrong to you or endangering everyone you love, and he chose. He's, he chose to stand his morals. That's a rough choice to make, man. That's a heavy yeah. burden to bear. That's a heavy burden. I mean, when you really, really think about it, because that's just one guy with his kids and his wife. You know what I'm saying? Against the mm -hmm. whole power of the Chinese Communist Party. Now, we're sitting here talking about a, a Chinese spy, you know, but we see this happen in our own country to our own people where our media outlets will turn on them. Our government will turn on them and just shred one guy and his family and his children. Yeah. How many times have they done it now? Anybody that chooses to speak up? I mean, look what they did to Snowden. Look what they constantly do to... Uh, Project Veritas. Yeah. Oh, we don't like your truth. We're just going to, you know, threaten your family. Silence everything you say. Oh, even if you're right? Oh, fuck that. Your truth isn't the right truth. It's our truth now. That's right. It's our truth. Just like it's our coconuts. Exactly. It's dangerous. Christian says, I know. I guess I don't. I try, I try to imagine. I don't want to, but we should. And it is. It's scary. It's scary to look over your shoulder and to see a big monster. The instinct is to look away. That's the instinct. Because you don't want the monster there. It's scary. It's right up on you. The teeth are sharp. Its claws are coming. And so you want to look away. That's what instinct tells you. Turn your head. But here's the problem. If you turn your head, the monster doesn't turn to smoke. It just grabs you while your back's turned. You never had a chance to defend yourself. That's not how me and Sinner handle things here at the campfire. When we see monsters coming, 
We ready ourselves. We turn right to him, lock eyes. We show him our big, sharp, toothy grins. Sometimes Sinner hops up on my back so that we, he can ride me into battle, charging. Because sometimes, if somebody comes and they want to put out your campfire, what are you going to do? You just going to let them put it out? Are you going to stand up? You're going to defend what you love. You're going to stand up for what you think is right. Because that's how we made America. With people standing up to that. They didn't look away from that monster. At the time, when we broke away from Britain, Britain was one of the most powerful fucking forces on the planet. Mm Mm-hmm. They owned, like, what? Like, like at least 70%, I think, of the known world at the time. Their resources, compared to the colonists here in America, were infinite. It was like one Chinese spy defecting and then trying to fight the system. Although they knew it came with great risk, they also knew that it came with great reward if they came through. And for many years, we've prospered, man. We've all, we, we've been in a, in an upward climb for a long time, you know, always culturally, we're all, we were trying to make things better. Socially, trying to make things better. Philosophically, trying to make things better. We were in an amazing race. We became, instead of competing with other nations in an aggressive and shitty way, we started to try to compete to better one another, to say, hey, I bet we can get to the moon before you. Let's try. And we turned it into something playful with people that we had fought with for years. Well, yeah, everybody wants to bitch about like the Cold War that was kind of, that was basically going on since Kennedy was in office. But during like the fifties, the sixties, and the seventies across the world, it was generally peaceful. Like there was no major wars. Like Vietnam was the only real bad one that happened, and that was you know North Korea being assholes. But I mean, yeah, Russia was our biggest opponent, and we basically just said, hey, I bet I can get to the moon first. No, I bet I can. No, I'm going to. And we had like a four-year-old fight of who's going to get to the moon first. But now we've turned friendly competition back into a nasty rivalry. Mm -hmm. Now we've turned friendly competition something that, that that provides for us, something that benefits us, something that pushes us forward in a positive way and doesn't hurt other people, that helps push them forward in another way because they're competing with you, right? So they're becoming better by running the race, just simply by participating. In the end, it doesn't matter who wins because by participating in the race together, we all win. Who cares who made it to the moon first? Russia got to space, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They launched the first satellites. Sputnik was the first actual satellite into space. They beat us on that regard. That's right. They beat us on that regard, and we returned the favor in a friendly, competitive way where we beat them to the moon. 
And we both mm-hmm. walked away with being able to say something. Russia got we put the first we we put the first satellite up. Yeah, accomplishment. America got to say, yeah, we went to the moon. Yeah. Accomplishment. Right? But that's a different mindset. That's looking at somebody as a competitor instead of as an enemy. And those are two different things. An enemy you don't go out with for drinks after you run the race. Because your aim is to, is to destroy an enemy. But with a competition, when you play a competition, your aim is just simply to, to win, to enjoy yourself. Right? You're trying to better yourself by, by competing, which pushes your drive, gives you something to do. To look at and to strive for. There's a big difference between an enemy and a friendly competitor. And we have to get back to remembering these things, man. Hey, you have a lovely day, Christian. Thanks for stopping in. Hey, crazy lady and Doss, welcome to the campfire. Sorry, we were having a deep talk. And uh, I, I haven't been looking there. And I need to pay a little bit more attention. But you feel what I'm saying here, man? It's all a means of mentality is why we're in the trouble we're in. We just need to change the script. We don't. We need to stop saying, I don't know how, and we need to start saying, we're going to. Much like, mm-hmm. much like Master Yoda once said, there is no try. Do or do not. Fix the government or lose it's your... Something I think people forgot nowadays is, like you said, is... We're too busy fighting with each other. When people realize we would be much better off together. That's right. We don't have to like, agree on anything to work collective together. Collective group of people is much better than everybody sitting there and nitpicking at each other. Because then you're not you're not getting everything anything done. You're just sitting there and pointing out, oh well, they're flawed in this aspect and they're flawed in this aspect. When what if there's somebody good at that that you're too busy fighting with them to realize, hey, if we put our heads together, we'd we get this get done this so much faster. Exactly. You're you're too busy fighting with each other to see the talents that complement each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome back, Chris. Always glad to see you, brother. You know, and that's the thing, is it's kinda like me and you, Center. Okay, me and you, we complement one another. Yin and yang. That's why we get along so well. That's why we laugh. Right? You're a little sinister. I'm a little sinister. You have a grim outlook. I kind of have a grim outlook. But we differ in a lot of ways, too. Like, I'm I'm deeply religious. And and you're not. This is still round one, 20 minutes left. <laughs> you know, and, and you're not deeply deeply religious. And, you know, you could be a dick about it all the time. You could be like, oh, Darkberry, you believe in a false idol, blah, 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 blah. Why do you? you could do that like there are people out there in the world that do, but you don't. You say, oh, well, Darkberry, I respect your beliefs, man. I get it. it. It's your thing. You do your thing, brother. And you even talk to me about religious history sometimes, not in a demeaning and shitty way, but in, in a genuine uh, sometimes you're you're telling me history about it, and sometimes you're asking me about it. You know what I'm saying? And and we share the knowledge that we have. We don't have to hate one another just because we have different beliefs. 
And we've lost that somewhere, man. That was one of the most beautiful things that made us Americans. Is we could mm-hmm. work together and have different beliefs. There were countries all around the world looking at us going, wow, you guys have so many different kinds of people there with so many different kinds of beliefs. How do you guys get along? And we say, oh, well, sometimes we don't. But we can always sit down and have a coffee without having to smash the hot coffee pot across each other's face. So I guess we're doing all right. But now, fuck that. We've left the coffee pot at home. We're just out here with fucking nine irons taking wax at each other, bro. I mean, we, we have a history of taking the bad and using it for good. I mean, the best example that I can think of is World War II. The Nazis are the worst enemy that the world has ever seen. They are the standard of evil, essentially. Yeah, that's but not a lot of people know when World War II ended, if it wasn't for the Nazis, we actually wouldn't have NASA. That's true. That's very true. Them because NASA was started by German scientists that had defected to us from the Nazis. They took the technology of the V-2 rockets, the feared German fucking intercontinental ballistic missiles, and with that technology, or from that technology, we went to the moon. That's right. We birthed something beautiful. Now, here's a morality question, though. So, these, these men were Nazi scientists, right? Okay, and they, they commit, some of them probably committed horrible atrocities, and some of them probably didn't, and some of them probably agreed with the ideology, and some of them probably didn't. All right, so here's the issue. At the end, do we say, oh, well, these people were Nazis, so damn all of them. Or do we say, oh, well, these people provided us with the V2 rocket that took us to the moon. Well, they're saints. Well, see, it seems a little unfair to do either, doesn't it? Because if you call them saints, well, then you're committing an injustice because of all the horrible atrocities that happened because of the Nazi army. But you can't completely discredit them because they provided things like the V2 rocket. They provided things like setting the standard for mass genocide is fucking horrible and we should stop it. Uh-huh. Uh, now we're walking a tight rope, aren't we? A little this way or a little that way and down into the fire we go. So you can't use like, ah, Miss Crazy Lady, she beat me to it. You can't use a blanket statement because under that blanket, you're going to have people that you've trapped that don't belong there. And so each person should stand and be judged on their merit and their merit alone. Because that's all they have control over at the end of the day is themselves. We can only hold ourselves responsible. Right, Sinner? Mm-hmm. And by me holding myself responsible, I hold you responsible. And by you holding yourself responsible, you hold me responsible. You know, if I was to get up here and start acting like a dick, Sinner would tell me, Hey, Dark Bear, why don't you shut the fuck up and turn the show off? It's well, it's Sinner- also the old concept people have forgotten, too, is 
you know, everybody can have a redemption. You can do bad things and still do good things. You know, right. I mean, shit, we praise comic books nowadays that are like that. Like, if you look on it on a level, Punisher's a bad guy. He straight up fucking kills them. He shoots his enemies in the fucking face. He kills them. Technically, that's bad. That's murder. But he murders the right people. The bad guys. The ones that would do harm onto others. That's right. So how do you judge him? Is he a bad guy because he does a bad thing to bad people? Or is he a warrior that has simply picked up a sword and shield and is defending the righteous by doing a bad thing? Yeah, it's even, like, even bad people can have a moral change and use it, use the skills they gained or the knowledge they gained for good. It's kind of like, it's almost like maybe one time I might have been a bad, bad bear. Maybe I uh, abused my teeth a little bit. Maybe I abused the abilities that I had learned over time. But perhaps a redemption arc. Perhaps a demon bear might have a bit of that light deep within that surface, right? But we have to be able to spot the light or tell if it's complete and total abyss. Because some people are 100% self-serving, right? And and when we run into those people, we end up with, and we empower them, we end up with people like Hitler because they're self-serving. They have them, they, they're motivated, they're strong individuals, and they have a plan and they're organized. And like we say all the time, evil doesn't walk up and say, hi, I'm evil, I'm going to commit mass genocide. Will you elect me? Because... You're not going to elect that person. They walk up and say, hi, I'm your neighbor and I'm a great guy. Ah, I like your car. Wow. Me and you agree on a lot. Vote for me. So we have to be, we have to get back to be able to discern. And I hate to use this phrase, but for lack of a better terminology, we have to be able to get back to being able to decipher who's full of bullshit and who's not. And when we see somebody full of bullshit, we just point blank, tell them, oh, you're full of bullshit. You're a liar. And if you're not a liar, then you're just very poorly informed and you should fix that. Because allowing them to just run freely and tell a lie allows it to spread and make other dummies. Why do you think me and Sinner stick so close to the campfire? Because we don't want to catch, catch that stupid sickness that's out there. War crime or killing an enemy during war is different. I agree, Chris. Uh, let's see here. I fell behind a little bit. He does the dirty work that needs to be done. And then hides until he's needed again. You're right. It's kind of, it's kind of like a Batman said. You remember that famous line Batman said, "You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain." And people don't really put thought into things like that much, but that's kind of how it is. Heroes die heroes. 
period. That's what makes them heroes. Look at the people that we that we hold up as heroes. You know, perfect example, JFK, Martin Luther King, right? George Washington, Ronald Reagan, right? Die heroes or long live long enough to become the villain. Because if you're a hero for too long, then the enemy is going to paint a poor picture of you if you don't do it for yourself. And I hate referring to people as enemies. I, I, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But to say that there are not that there are not people who deliberately make themselves an enemy is a lie. That's going back into the static fog. You're living over in that Disney daycare. Mm -hmm. Because irregardless, the only way you'll never make an enemy is if you uh, are completely, you, 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 you stand for nothing. You have nothing that you will stand up for. That's the only way you don't make enemies. Because guess what? If you don't like rape, people that like rape, they hate your guts. You are the uh -huh. enemy because you are against raping. You see what I'm getting at there, Center? Does that make sense or am I rambling right now? No. It's it's always it's the two sides of the same coin. People who like one thing on the other side of it, they hate it. And it's gonna, it's like for any topic, really. So you so you, so you're not going to be able to make everyone happy. It's just it's 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 a falsity. You're not going to be able to do it. The only way you can do it is by not standing for anything, which is going to make you unhappy. So you know what I've decided here lately, Center. I'm going to stand by people who I agree with and that make me happy, and I'm going to help those people and people who stand in directly in front of my path and say I'm here to stop you. Well, sinner, you know all too well from experience with me, sir, that when somebody steps in front of me and they say, oh, Dark Bear, I'm here to stop you. Well, yeah, okay, I mean. Better get the fuck out of my way or you better start digging a hole because I'm not even going to be kind enough to bury you afterwards. I don't show kindness to enemies. If you if you, you have to stand for something, that's that's it. You know, like Victor says, like the old song says, you gotta stand for something or you'll fall for anything. That's right. You gotta know where your footing is. You got solid ground below you. It'll make you confident. Doss says, I make it a point to piss everyone off at least once. At least once. I got guys that, that try to do it to me at least once a day, and I tell them, I'm saying, look, I will stomp on your legs, and you will roll around for the rest of your life. I'm a 16-foot-tall bear. Do you want a piece of this? That's what I tell them. But that's because they do it to me every day. They come in, and they're like, hey, Dark Bear, I like uh, irritating you. I'm like, I know. They're like, do you love me? And I'm like, eh, kind of. You don't taste good enough to eat, so, mm. Do you like me? Uh, the jail time is not worth it if I strangle you.
Oh, you tickled me to the soul. You're talking to me, brother. Ugh. Woo. So, my man, it's been an absolutely lovely conversation today. We only got about five minutes before we head out. But uh, I want to thank everybody for swinging in, everybody giving us all the love and support that we get here in the dark woods at the campfire. It means a lot. You know what I'm saying, Center? It helps us roll our ass around this campfire in the morning and continue to do what we're doing. And uh, it's work. You know, these shows, they don't just pop up. You know, they, uh, they take time and organization, research. You know, me and Center, we spend time doing this to make this come true. But, hey, titles anytime, brother. We love having you. And uh, anytime that you guys are out there and you're feeling a little uneasy about the ground you stand on, well, there's a real easy way to make that ground solid again. Look into it. Educate yourself. Figure out where you stand and then stand there. Am I right, Center? Mm-hmm. You'll notice we we were talking about QAnon at the beginning of the show sometime, and I don't know much about QAnon, so you know what I said? I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to speak on it. Everybody did that a little bit more often. Things wouldn't be near as confusing, would it? I, I still think I feel like that, that shit's a load of bunk because the shit I have read into it is just stupid. What's that? The QA non shit. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't. I've seen on it, everything I've read on it, it just sounds like. I don't doubt that there's like a pedophile ring in Hollywood. That's they've been pretty much exposing that yeah. for the last few years now. But the whole satanic cabal of cannibalistic pedophiles, like, oh, you lost me. Like, like, man, it's hard to sell people that they're corrupt politicians. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's start small and we'll go from there. If if we come across a satanic pedophilic child ring that, that eats uh, adrenochrome, then we'll deal with that bridge when we get there. But that's really hard to sell to people. So we'll start with corrupted politicians that we know for sure exist, and then we'll go from there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi looks so young all the time. She bathes in the blood of virgins. Yeah, I've 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 heard I've I've heard that one. I always thought it was a joke. I didn't realize it was a theory. Hey there, Ralph. Welcome to the show. We're we're slowly wrapping up, brother. We got about two minutes. Everybody, Your blood, my lotion. <laughs> you hey, it puts the lotion on the skin, or it's gonna get the whip again. <laughs> like hey you, man, somebody gets Nancy Pelosi's little black book, and it's like, all right, two o'clock meeting, time to or. You have my two o'clock appointment. Just some version rolls in. All right, get her in the bathtub. I need oh I need God. to swim in proper before we go in and argue with Trump in Congress and be a petty little sucker and rip up the State of the Union address. I need to be my, my face and my hair need to be absolutely perfect. Prepare the virgins. Prepare the virgins. I need to be at my foolish strength when I show America my true power. Ladies and gentlemen, I can see. Uh, I can, you I can got see it, Ralph. Is uh, Palpatine? 
I'll tell you what was on her. I'll tell you what was on her laptop and why our laptop's not around anymore since we got about uh, fifty seconds before it cuts us off. Um, evidence. That's what happened. That, that's what was on her laptop was evidence, and the reason it's not around anymore is because you know you know what you do with evidence center. You fucking destroy it with a hammer. Yeah, because if you don't, it's used against you in the court of law. Hey, everyone, we give you absolute love. We appreciate you coming to the campfire. And remember, while the campfire burns low and the light is dim around camp, and you and center out hunting, be careful in these dark woods because monsters lurk in the darkness.